everybody. Welcome to Be A Travel Star Podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Jeans. Every week, Be A Travel Star Podcast hears from community leaders, event organizers, and Salesforce ecosystem travelers who are moving and grooving around the world. Thanks for subscribing. And now, let's get going. Hey everybody, this is Zachary Jeans, and welcome to Be a Travel Star podcast. I'm your host, and today I'm going to be talking with Chris Whitehead. Chris is a good friend of mine. He is a Southeast Dreamin' leadership member and co-leads the Atlanta Salesforce user group. Chris, welcome to Be a Travel Star podcast. Thanks, Zach. Glad to be here. Awesome, man. So we were just chatting a little bit off off air and uh, really excited about Southeast Dreaming. Uh, Chris, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Like, how'd you get into Salesforce? You know, what's your Salesforce origin story? Like a lot of people, I am the accidental admin. I started working for a company. I had been um, laid off for about six months. Um, and I was doing payroll implementation for a company, so totally outside of Salesforce. And I started working at a company being a tech writer. So I was writing manuals for companies and they didn't have a technology guy. They didn't have um, any processes in place or anything like that. They were just a small company. And um, back in 2010, um, I started there and that summer they decided to um, they decided to get uh Salesforce, they're like, hey, we need a CRM, we need to track our customers, and they were like, hey, you're you're good with computers, so here's Salesforce, um, and so just over the last seven years, just started learning it and 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 uh, you know working on it and fell in love with the platform, fell in love with what I could do, even for a small company and what I could do. So um, that's that's kind of my origin story. Wow. I, I started out small and um, I got it to where the whole company used it by the time I left there. <laughs> Right on, right on. So here we are. We're getting ready for Southeast Dreaming. Uh, this is which year of Southeast Dreaming? This will be the third annual. Right on, right on. Um, and and you've been involved with it for the last couple of years, uh, or all three? All three. So I've been I've been actually involved in it from the very very beginning, from the very you know start of hey should we do this or shouldn't we do this? Where should we do this? So yeah, right from the beginning. Well, okay. That's, that brings up an interesting uh, thing there. Tell us a little bit about how that process goes. Uh, I assume you're talking with Christy Guzman and, and who else? What, what was the process when you're all talking about it? How'd you get it going? Christy, yeah. So Christy kind of put out a thing in the, at the time, the success community, now the trailblazer community, I'm kind of was like, hey, you know, we're looking at doing something kind of like Midwest Dreaming, um, but for the Southeast, you know, um, nobody else had really done it um, at the time. Tahoe was doing it and some other people were doing it, but not kind of like we, we were kind of wanting to mimic it. And um, so we just kind of got some of the user group leaders together from um, it, it, that were in the Southeast and um we just kind of got on a call and was like, do we do this? And we were like, yeah, like, how do we do this? And um, Christy has a 
conference management background, event management background. Um, and so it was natural for her to kind of take on that leadership role with, with the group. And um, so a lot of the user groups, a couple from Atlanta, and it's kind of changed over the past three years. Some people have fallen off and, and not helped, uh, you know, not helped in the next year. And some people have come on. And so there's about 10 of us right now. Um, and we're all based in the Southeast. Um, uh, all mostly all of us are user group leaders, but a couple people, which is which is cool. And um, we just decided that Atlanta was probably the best spot. Um, and it really happened to come down to something that Amber Boas said. Um, she's on our team. Um, and the reason we chose Atlanta for the Southeast and not Florida, not Charlotte, not other places is that um, 90 percent or it was like it was like 75 or 90. It was like somewhere in that range of percent of the U.S. population can drive to Atlanta in a day. Oh, wow. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Um, and, you know, we have an international airport here that flies just about everywhere. Um, and so it just made sense to have Atlanta as the hub. Um, and that's, that's kind of why we chose Atlanta hmm. and, um, and the group has changed over the years, but it's, it's a good group to, to do this with. Wow. So in the third year, Southeast Dreaming, uh, this is a community led conference, partnering with user groups, uh, creating their own sponsorship relationships with ISVs and, and software integrators in the area that want to have a, have a booth and, and they fund it and, Thanks to all the sponsors of Southeast Dreaming for making it happen and the leadership team. So, Chris, tell me a little bit about, about your perspective on year three. What, what are you excited about with Southeast Dreaming? And can you kind of give us a, a sense of where it's being held, uh, what the venue's like, uh, what you're excited about in terms of, uh, you know, your partnerships with your sponsors, that sort of thing. Give us a, give us a view of the conference as it stands today. So what I'm most excited about is how many first time speakers we have this year. Um, we have uh, probably, uh, probably about half of uh, all the sessions that we have are speakers that have never spoke at any community led event or Dreamforce or anything like that. Maybe have spoken at their local user group, but haven't spoken on a, on a, regional level like this um hmm. so i'm really excited about that i'm really excited about like the content that we have um we have it and we have it broken down really cool this year is we made sure to um, in years past we didn't really include marketing stuff and marketing automation and part of marketing cloud um this year we made sure that um with each session block that we had a admin type focus a developer focus an end user executive type focus, and then also a marketing focus, whether that's part of our marketing cloud, which is really cool. And, and it opens that up to a whole new um, genre of people that, that are going to come. So I'm really excited about that. I love um, that. I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool. And it's something that um, not some of the other events don't do some do, um, but we wanted to make sure that this year that we, we did that. Um, and two of the people that are on the team, Stephanie first and Chris Zillow, um, they are marketing people. So, um, it, it kind of made sense and they kind of pushed it and it was needed. So it, it's a good thing. Um, as far as our venue. So this year we're going to be at the Atlanta Marriott Buckhead. Um, this will be the third location in three years. Um, so they're all within, you know, a couple of blocks of each other down there in Buckhead. Um, but literally the reason really we have to change locations is only because of timing and events in Atlanta. Atlanta is a really busy place for, um, events and, uh, basketball tournaments and things like that. So, um, hotels, stuff 
fills up fast. So that's that's really the reason why we had mm. to move this year. But um, it's it's a different setup than we than we've had in the past. Um, usually, um, the last two years we've kind of had all the sponsors in like a pre-function area hallway kind of thing, and and it made for um, the it made for the 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 attendees would come and 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 they would have to walk past them. So it made it made a good value for the for the sponsors, but it did kind of crowd things. So this year we're kind of changing changing some things up. We now have a room for the sponsors are going to be in, but what's going to happen is actually everybody's still going to be funneled through that room um, for getting to the other places in the in the event. So we don't lose that aspect of it, but it just gives it a little bit more breathing room for the sponsors and for the attendees and all the um, all the food throughout the, the event will be in that room, which will be so it, it'll have traffic all the time. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and it's just a bigger space. Um, the one big thing that, um, that we got feedback last year was from, um, a lot of the locals, um, the parking was a little expensive at the last location. Um, this year, the parking is actually included in the event. So all the locals, cause obviously we have probably about 60 to 70% of our attendees are all locals. Um, or at least they're driving in from somewhere close. Um, and so that was a big deal to them. So we, we made sure that we, we, we got that taken care of. Oh, that's so good. I mean, and it's funny, you know, the, I don't know that attendees think through these things, but you know, as a conference, as an event planner, I, I love events. I'm on the Tahoe dream and leadership. And I talk with all these different, um, event people, um, you know, making sure we take care of our sponsors, make sure that we're taking care of our these vendors that, you know, they they are doing business in the ecosystem and folks that are attending the conference to learn, um, they, they also have the opportunity to connect. You know, there are so many times when, you know, you think you've got stuff figured out with your org or your business and, and like, why would I talk to a vendor? But my goodness, if you just take a few minutes and cruise through that area, start asking some questions of folks, you find out wow, this solution would save us so much time or this this way of doing things would save us so much more money. And and that's really this neat way of being exposed to those applications where you can have a an informal, you know, tends not to be a very salesy conversation, you know, at these events. It, it's very much more about, has the spirit of education, right? And, and I love that the vendors take it on that way. So I'm excited to hear that there's going to be food that the vendors will have a little more space to sponsor as well. And that, you know, more of a communal atmosphere in that area. That's great. So let yeah. me, so let it's me, yeah. So let me, let me ask you a question. And, and I'm just curious about um, as far as, uh, you know, keynote speakers, who, who's speaking at the event? Um, who are you excited to hear? Um, is there any, any one of the particular tracks that, you know, Hugh is a, uh, you know, yeah, you're going to be running it, but you can probably pop your head into a couple of things and just kind of listen in. Uh, what are you excited to hear? Can you talk to us about speakers? Yeah. So one of the things that um, we're doing different this year is we, the past two years, we had like a, a morning keynote and an afternoon keynote. And so this year we're kind of changing it up a little. And in our morning keynote is actually going to be divided into three separate keynotes. So Eric Jacobson um, from Salesforce is coming and doing a keynote on Lightning. All the things are coming into Lightning, a Lightning roadmap session, and what we can expect from Lightning in the next year. 
Um, and then Doug Ayers, who now works for Salesforce as a Trailhead curriculum developer, um, is going to do a talk on um, uh, Salesforce DX. Mm. So, so we got something for the admins and the end users, something for the devs, and then Pardot is going to also do a keynote that uh, Friday morning, um, the 16th. Um, and so they'll so there'll be three separate keynotes there. So our big keynote in the afternoon is going to be Molly Ford, who works in the Office of Equality with Salesforce. Um, I have not been able to hear her speak yet, so I'm really looking forward to um, hearing what she um, is going to speak about. We actually don't have her topic yet, and so hopefully in the next day or so, depending on when you listen to this podcast, <laughs> um, uh, you will find on the website more about what she's going to speak about. But I'm really excited about that. But you know, like I said earlier, I'm really excited about how we broke up the sessions and made sure that we covered every kind of different person that's in the ecosystem and what they what they need. Um, I had an interesting interesting email the other day with somebody that was new into the ecosystem and kind of was like, you know, is this event for me? You know, she was looking at the at the sessions and she was not trying to ask them. I said, it absolutely is for you. You know, she was like, we're looking at tools and stuff like that. And I said, you will you will get so much out of this because it's so much more intimate than a normal event. And um and so it was kind of cool about that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think. I think as far as sessions, I'm like, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the, how the breakdown, like how, how, you know, where we get the people going to the most. Um, I don't know the one session that I'm actually the one session I'm really excited about, because I know very little about Pardot and Marketing Cloud um, is Stephanie First and Chris Zillow is doing a dueling, a podcast or podcast, a dueling session hmm. about, um, the differences between Pardot and Marketing Cloud. So that's pretty cool. Um, and kind of dispelling some myths between the two things. Oh, I love that. I love that, especially as a marketer myself. Um, you know, it, and it's funny, uh, it, the scale at which you would need to use Marketing Cloud, you know, exact target uh, versus, say, Pardot, um, you know, what your needs are. And to hear Stephanie and Chris go in a, in a little bit of a a fun battle that that would be great. I know they did it. London's calling. I haven't watched their session. I was in London, uh, but I missed their session. I was so bummed. So uh, that's great. Um, now, Chris, can you stick around for one more segment? I've got a few more questions for you. I would love to hear just a little bit about Atlanta and maybe just talk a little bit about the area and what kinds of things are going on there. And if folks want to stick around for the weekend, what they might do for a, a bit of fun. Are you good for another segment? Oh, I think I lost your audio. I wonder why. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, thanks so much. Technical difficulties, folks. But yeah, that's good to go. So um, yeah. Hey, stick around. We're going to hear a word from Cloud Perks and we'll be right back. Thanks. So let's talk a little bit about Cloud Perks. Cloud Perks has exclusive deals for Salesforce customers, ISVs partners, uh, anyone with the Salesforce login. Uh, We've partnered with Priceline to offer exclusive rates, uh, stuff that you just don't see out in the public web. Uh, This is is, uh, a deal for uh, users of Salesforce, uh, people who have logins that can authenticate that way to get access to this stuff. Uh, We're talking 80% off 
in some cases, hotel rates. I've seen higher. Um, and it works for both business and personal use. This is a free app. You can drop it in your uh, org, whether it's Classic or Lightning. Uh, you can drop it in for your sales team. They can book their travel right there. If you float a Lightning component, CloudPerks Lightning component right there on the accounts, accounts um, and they're figuring out travel for another uh, place they got to go, they can just book their travel right there. We have a customer that uh, loves this, just loves it. Uh, they're saving 30% on average for their uh, sales team's travel. Um, or you can use it for personal use. We have, and because it's free, right? It's a free perk. Um, drop the app in, in your org for your employees. Um, we have a company up in Cam Canada. They don't, they don't travel for business at all. And they use it just as an employee perk. Um, so yeah, check out Cloud Perks on the App Exchange. It is the Salesforce store, and you can search for Cloud Perks. You'll find us right there. Uh, 16 five-star reviews and growing. Uh, check it out. Thank you so much. And now back to the show. Welcome back. This is Zachary Jeans, and this is Be a Travel Star podcast. I'm your host, and I'm joined this week by Chris Whitehead. Chris is the Atlanta Salesforce user group co-leader, and uh, more specifically to our conversation today, Chris is on the leadership team for Southeast Dreaming. Southeast Dreaming is a uh, Salesforce community-led conference uh, that happens every year in Atlanta. And uh, this year, it's happening just around the corner. Chris, when is Southeast Dreaming? It's what, the 15th or it's coming up here? Starts, yeah, the 15th and 16th of March. Um, we're starting at about 1230 with registration and check-in on Thursday. And then there's going to be a trailhead on that afternoon and then networking reception. And then uh, the, most of the chunk of the content will get started on Friday morning. Well, that's great. Actually, I want to ask you about the events kind of surrounding uh, Southeast Screaming. I want to talk to you about uh, what a person might want to do if they came in a day early or stuck, uh, stood, uh, stuck, not stuck, um, stuck around uh, for the weekend. So let me ask you about that trailhead-a-thon. That's, that's interesting to me. I see these happening. Uh, my friend Atul did one uh, with his Salesforce Saturday group over in India. Uh, I see them happening in different places. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about what the Trailhead-a-thon is? Yeah, so what we're going to do is um, we'll have the leaderboard. So from the most of what everybody's been using for their Salesforce Saturdays and things like that, when they did the global Salesforce Saturday, we're going to use that leaderboard. Everybody's going to come in um, and just start knocking out badges. And, and we're going to give away prizes every hour, and then we'll give a prize away at the end. Um, we're going to, it's going to be, uh, based on points and based on, um, badge numbers and where you started and there's different criteria and things like that. Um, we'll actually have an, uh, a blog post here in the next day or so about the details of that. Good deal. So by the time this publishes folks, we'll have the link down, down in the, um, uh, uh podcast description and as well as links to everything we're talking about here. So that's, that's absolutely awesome. I love how Trailhead opens the doors to not just how to be an admin or developer, but so many other aspects of Salesforce, whether it be leadership, which I'm passionate about. They have the Drucker School of Management Trailhead. Uh, there are uh, trailheads around equality. They're having Molly Ford come and talk about equality. 
Um, so there is actual trailhead you can do about that. There's all sorts of trailheads. If you're an end user of Salesforce, if, if all of the developer and admin stuff gets a little much for you, there are end user. If you're a customer service agent or a sales agent, you can use Trailhead to learn the platform better and how to use it better. So absolutely awesome. Everyone will have something that they can do with the Trailhead-a-thon. Don't think you have to be a developer or admin to do this. It's an easy way to get in. So that's great, Chris. Can you tell us a little bit maybe about what's happening um, as far as, you know, the mixers, the cocktails, the uh, what's happening around the event, the opportunities to network? Uh, are you aware of anything that's going on? There's a couple things going on. Um, Wednesday night, which is before our event, um, elements.cloud uh, is Ian Goats is doing um, a uh, an event at the WeWork. Um, I don't have all the information sure. right now, but he's doing one of his events there. So That's great. In fact, I attended one of his events at Tahoe Dreaming. Absolutely awesome. Give a little plug and shout out to Elements Cloud. If you want to map your Salesforce org and understand why you have a, an object or a, a particular process in place, Elements Cloud can totally do that. And they're really good about helping you understand if you need GDPR, um, the, the European uh, right to be forgotten and you know right to knowledge uh, stuff that's going into effect here at the end of May, they can map out your org and tell you if you need to pay attention to certain data fields to be... Um, to be right with that good event. I totally think everyone should check out Elements Cloud. So that's great. Um, is there going to be a, a mixer or anything going on, a women in tech uh, get together that you're aware of? Yeah, so Thursday night after um, the networking reception, we're actually going to do a fundraiser for Pop-Up Tech. Oh, um, love Pop-Up Tech. Yes, so they're going to come in. I don't know exactly um, what they're going to do. They're probably going to do some type of karaoke night or something. I don't know all the details of that. Sure. Um, but they, yes, so we are going to do a fundraiser. They're going to actually be around. They'll probably have some students there during the day on Friday, too. Um, and so if, you know, if you're attending Southeast Dreaming and you, you see one of those students from Pop-Up Tech that's learning Salesforce and learning, uh, you know, what it's all about and all that stuff, you know, talk to them, talk to them about your, your career and talk to them about your, your journey. So it, it'll be a good, good thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Pep up tech's a great organization. Selena Suarez and, and a number of other folks, Shauna and um, Shauna Hughes and uh, uh, Stephanie Herrera, uh, all are a part of that. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of people on that team. Um, I was quietly in the background, kind of a part of that, uh, that group early on in the year, but I had to step away during my sabbatical. So, but huge support, um, supporter of Pep Up Tech. If you get a chance to meet those students, like Chris said, uh, your life experience uh, can really help them. And Pep Up Tech, just so folks uh, maybe aren't familiar with it, we'll post a link down in the notes. Uh, Pep Up Tech is serving, um, uh, uh, young uh, folks in in school and and college age students that uh, have uh, a diverse background as far as uh, ethnic origin or race, religion, um, and they're serving those communities in 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 our cities and giving them opportunity and access to Salesforce training, mentorship, a whole host of of opportunities to kind of get into this space where we all love the Salesforce ecosystem. So. Uh, yeah, definitely support Pep Up Tech. Give them a shout out uh, if you're on Twitter. Uh, go meet them if you're at Southeast Dreaming or any of these other events. Um, so that's great, Chris. 
if if folks are sticking around for the weekend, um, I know I stuck around last year. I had the opportunity to hang out with you, uh, David Litton. Uh, got to visit a couple places. Uh, definitely got my um, uh, got a chance to have my chicken sandwich uh, at Chick Fil A. Uh, but what what would what are some things that folks might do if they're sticking around the weekend in the Atlanta area? It's going to be fairly nice weather. At least it it can be at that time of year in the middle of March. Uh, yeah, it could be, but it was funny that one of our uh, one of the guys on the team kind of put out there, oh, the European models are saying it's going to snow. We're like, yeah, no. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> then, but, yeah, there is so much to do in Atlanta. Um, I love living here. Um, uh, we have the aquarium, the Georgia Aquarium downtown. We have the CNN Center, so if you want to take a tour of CNN, the world of Coke, if you wanted to taste what, like, what Coke tastes like around the world, that is the place to go. Um, oh, wow. And those are all down. Yeah. It's, it's a really, really cool um, place um, that you can taste drinks from all over the world, but see, see the history of Coke and where it started and, and things like that. So it's a really, really good museum um, to, to go to. And like I said, the, the Georgia Aquarium, the CNN Center, but there's, you know, there's all kinds of stuff downtown. Um, the Center for Puppetry Arts, and there's probably stuff going on down at the Arts Center down there and things like that. Um, where our location is in Buckhead, um, you know, there's a couple high-end malls. There's a couple, you know, there's lots of good restaurants around here. Um, you know, some of the best food that I've ever eaten is in Atlanta. So hmm. um, there's definitely, definitely um, things to take advantage of. And if you're coming in and you're staying and you're flying, you know, everything is, um, you, you can get to just about everything through our mass transit system. Um, so it's very easy. To oh, that's great. City. That's great. Well, that's awesome. So if we were to, uh, still uh want to go to southeast dream and are there still tickets available at least at, at the time of the recording here on the uh, first of march there are still there they are still um tickets available um and um, we would love to see as many people as possible um it, it just it it makes it um worth all of it to see how people come to it and enjoy it and get something out of it it's great oh that's awesome well, great. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. We'll have to have you on for another episode in the future. I love talking with you. Uh, folks who want to check out Southeast Dreaming, of course, check the notes, but it's simply www.southeastdreaming.com. And you'll find all the event info there. You'll be able to discover speakers, sessions, uh, you'll be able to see the sponsors, the various vendors you might have a chance to talk with in person and get your questions answered. And again, Southeast Dreaming really is doing a, an awesome job of opening opening up the, um, the community reach, um, not just focused on the admin and the developer, but really reaching out to the marketer, to the business user. This is something I am really happy about, something I've, I've hoped that we would as a community start to do more of um, because, gosh... There are a ton, a ton of people who who want what we've had in the admin developer community. They want that sense of of uh, family, that ohana. Uh, but they wonder, you know, gosh, I get all confused when you start talking setup menu and flow, and and you start talking Apex and 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 Heroku. They they they're like, that's not my jam. Uh, but they're like, I use Salesforce, and I'm in sales, or I am a business user 
or I am a marketer or customer service agent. And, and those people, they, they want their community as well. And I'm just really excited about Southeast Dreaming's direction. So, uh, Chris, is there, there's this one thing we do at the end of every, every Be a Travel Star podcast. I usually ask my guests, what's something you do when you travel? What's a travel tip? And, and it doesn't have to be like, hey, everybody, you should do this because I do it. But uh, as I like to ask my guests, is there something you always find yourself doing to set yourself up for success when you travel? Is it something you do on the way to the airport? Uh, do you book a car or do you, when you get to the hotel, what's the first thing you do to make sure you feel like you're at home or um, what do you do when you travel? What's, what's, what's a Chris Whitehead be a travel star tip? Totally maybe outside the box, please. But if you're going, if you're going to a city that has sports teams, and you're going during one of their sports seasons, and you have the availability, go see one of the games. So, like, like I just went to Boston, mm-hmm. and um, we were going to go to the Boston Bruins game, but it got sold out. Like, so if it's not sold out, um, go to it. You know, you're going to have dinner anyways. You might as well have dinner while you're watching a basketball game or a hockey game or a baseball game. That's, so I, I always, yeah, it's like the greatest thing ever. And what, what, no, and it seems obvious, but what that, I not thought of that. So yeah, I mean, why not? If you were in Portland and you're from Atlanta, go see a, a trailblazers game or, you know, exactly. uh, how cool. Well, that, yep. that's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you so much for serving the ecosystem. Uh, we are excited for Southeast dreaming. Um, uh, huge fans and uh and we will talk to you soon thank you chris hey everybody this is zachary jeans and i've been your host on b8 travel star podcast every week we talk with the movers the groovers people doing cool stuff in the Salesforce ecosystem around events and work. We even goof off a little bit. So subscribe, tell a friend, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.